This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and let's get right to what's been happening. The consumer news of the past week. According to a new report, it's going to cost the average family of four another 700 bucks to put food on the table next year. The new food price report predicts that family will have to spend a total of 17,300 bucks for groceries in 2024. They figure food prices will rise by between two and a half and four and a half percent. There is some good news though. The report is predicting fierce competition between the grocery retailers, and that may bring prices for some things down. But one of the big factors in the rising costs of groceries continues to be climate change. That has been affecting the price for a lot of things, especially beef, sugar, and cocoa, which is bad news if you love chocolate. And as that report came out last week, the top execs from the big grocery retailers like Loblaw and Walmart Canada appeared before a commons committee in Ottawa on Thursday morning to explain what they are doing to stabilize the rising prices and why they haven't signed onto an industry code of conduct. Both Loblaw's chairman, Galen Weston, and Walmart Canada CEO, Gonzalo Gabara say they are concerned that this type of code of conduct could actually raise food prices. And despite the healthy profits these big stores have been seeing in 2023, the execs told the committee that the high prices in the stores are caused by a lot of things and that the supply chain issues we've been seeing since COVID are still hanging on. Interest rates stayed put this past week, so they will remain at 5% until the end of 2023. The Bank of Canada said overall supply has now caught up with the demand, and that slowed down the economy a bit, and that's good because it restores price stability and keeps inflation under control. So does that mean they'll start lowering interest rates as we start 2024? Well, the bank says they can't promise that, and they can't promise they won't raise them even more in the new year. And starting this Thursday, if you drive your car to Mount Seymour Park, you will be required to reserve a vehicle day use pass. The BC Environment Ministry says they want to reduce the crowds and the congestion at the ski hill so that more people can visit the park in a responsible manner. The pass will be required starting this Thursday, December 14th, until January the 8th as well as for weekends until March 31st of next year. The passes will be free and made available online two days before you plan to visit. McDonald's is trying to get with the times. The restaurant chain is testing a new format with all sorts of complicated and customizable drinks. I'm talking your half-calf pumpkin spice latte, those kind of drinks, and light snacks like muffins and cookies. Basically, they want to steal some of that Starbucks business, people who just want to pick me up, especially in the afternoons. McDonald's says it will open 10 Cosmics restaurants. That's C-O-S-M-C, big M, little C. Uh, Cosmics restaurants through the first half of next year. Nothing planned for here in the Lower Mainland yet, though most of them will be in Texas. If you're into country music, 
A big festival is coming to town with a lot of big names. The Coast City Country Music Festival has announced a huge lineup for its inaugural event uh, April next year in Vancouver. Uh, The three-day festival will have shows at BC Place and the Commodore Ballroom, more than 30 acts. Headliners will include Luke Bryan, Dirks Bentley, Bailey Zimmerman, Nate Smith, and even Nickelback. And according to the event's website, the main event at BC Play Stadium on April 19th and 20th will host upwards of 75,000 fans in the stadium over the weekend. At the same time, three nights of late night shows will take place at the Commodore Ballroom starting April 18th. And there may be more stuff as well. Pre-sale tickets went on sale this past Wednesday. This is Vancouver Consumer. Are you missing a tooth? Whole bunch of teeth? There are all sorts of answers and options. You'll hear about them next with the folks from BC Perio when we return. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on uh, CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. And with us now is our friend, Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. And if you are struggling with dentures. Maybe you've had dentures for a while and you're getting kind of sick of them. They don't fit as well as they used to fit. Or maybe you're just missing some teeth, maybe one tooth. Uh, There are some good reasons why you should uh, get in touch with BC Perio. You can find them online at bcperio.ca. You can also uh, go to their two locations. They're on West Broadway in Vancouver, Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Give them a call, 604 872 0222, set up a consultation, and uh, you would be surprised uh, what they can do for you. And uh, Dr. Ron Zokel, uh, thanks for being here, first of all. Good to, he- good to my, see you. My pleasure, and thank you, Mart. Right. So let's, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about uh, that consultation that people have. Say people are missing a tooth or missing some teeth, or maybe they have dentures. Uh, they might be surprised at what BC Perio can do, right? Because it's not an all or nothing. They're not going to go there and you're immediately going to say, oh, you have to get rid of all that stuff and get all brand new dental implants. Sometimes it's a question of maybe a couple of implants or sometimes it's all implants, but it's always different, right? It's different for everybody. And I think it's important to point out that when we see a patient for the first time, and we have a tendency to talk about implants an awful lot because it's kind of new and true type of thing for the field. But our goal is not implants. Our goal is the health and stability of the patients who come to see us and make sure that they can remain healthy and stable for as many years as possible and ideally throughout their life. Implants are only one of the possible solutions. Right. So if someone is concerned about the cost, uh, they should go and talk to you guys because uh, it, it may not be as, as big a, uh, an operation uh, as, as, you, as they think it might be. Well, that's true. And every now and then people will listen to what we have to talk about. For example, they'll hear an advertisement on all on four and how you can take, care, take all your teeth out, put implants in and put teeth and new teeth in a day. And they think they might be a candidate. I had one patient last week who came in who with that in mind. And the truth of the matter is three quarters of the teeth in her mouth were perfectly healthy, which she could retain for the rest of her life. So the recommendation we had was to re- restore those areas that needed it and keep the teeth that were healthy. 
Right. And and I use the word operation. I shouldn't have mentioned that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I because it's it's not really an operation because it's not uh it, it's it's actually quite a comfortable procedure for the most part. Well, it presumes an operation is painful. And I think yeah. that's the that's the issue. And and the truth of the matter is is that whether we are doing fillings on teeth or we're doing surgery in the gum tissue or bone structure Technically, Martin, it is an operation, and I don't want to have people feeling that just because we're using that word, that that in fact it's going to be painful or harmful or or very damaging to what's going on. The, the truth of the matter is, is that most of the operations or surgeries that we do are usually pain-free, where what pain is is in is identified is very very minimal to be managed by something like a Tylenol or something similar without a lot of discomfort afterward the surgery. And, and Todd, you, you mentioned it's, it's not about the implants. It's about the total smile and the total mechanics of your mouth and how it works. And that's the important thing. Um, so, so let's talk about people who maybe are missing a tooth. Maybe they lost a tooth somewhere along the line. Um, how important is it to get that looked at, to not let that sit for too long for a lot of years? Ah, that's a great subject and, and probably one where many, many people have a misunderstanding of the value of that one tooth. And I think the important thing to keep in mind is that your teeth in your mouth, when they're healthy and stable, are in a balance, whether it be a front tooth or a back tooth. And when that balance is disrupted by the loss of one tooth, things and teeth start to shift around. And when they do so, they do so in a manner that's not normally healthy and it sets up the problem for other issues and more uh, excessive force is placed on one tooth than another. That tooth becomes damaged, needs a root canal or gets fractured, and it sets up a lot more work. The best solution that you have when you miss a tooth is get it replaced. Mm-hmm. And with a dental implant at BC Perio. So if people go to bcperio.ca um, or call you, 604-872-0222, um, like, what's that consultation process like? I mean, what are the first things you you look at what are the things you ask that patient? Well, it starts out with a, a, a CT, CBCT scan. We take a radiograph of the bone structures of your upper and lower jaws and your temporomandibular joints, which control your lower jaw. And for assessment, we also then take a medical history. We go through the details and then we do a little bit of an interview. And uh, what I do ask the patient is tell me a little bit about what's important to you, what you're looking for, and what you think I can help you with. And from there, we just go on and discuss the the circumstances related to that person. If there are medical issues that need to be addressed, we will also look into those as well. So we can get some pretty good idea of whether somebody is a candidate for the treatment that they're looking for or whether or not we have to get a medical consult or what have you. The majority of people don't need that. Right. And the whole idea of teeth in a day is often uh, a prospect for people. Well, it is. And certainly those people who have had nothing but dental problems for the great majority of their life, be it with periodontal disease or fracturing of teeth where there's nothing left, uh, when their dentition is so significantly deteriorated, it's going to be very, very challenging, if not impossible, to rebuild them with some expectation of long-term success. And when that happens, then with the one option becomes to remove well residual dentition that's not so good and replace it with a, some dental implants in the upper lower jaw and give them teeth all in the same day. And that's one of the great benefits of one of the things, of the things we do at BC Perio. 
I guess you've worked on a few hockey players, uh, but I guess you've seen some sort of nasty accidents that people have had. Well, that's right. And uh, teeth are lost either because of disease or by trauma. And uh, be it a hockey player who gets a stick or a puck in the mouth and you lose a whole bunch of front teeth. And not only that, you lose gum tissue quality, you lose bone structure and shards of teeth. And you got to go get the disease out of there and get those tissues healed up and repaired and then rebuild all those structures so people can look good, feel good, eat and speak properly. Well, I wonder if on the extended health plan for NHL players, if dental implants are, are included in that. I, I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they may make enough money where they can cover the cost of it rather easily. <laughs> That's true, but it only seems fair. Um, and, and you were talking about uh, when people come in for a consultation to BC Perio, um, the, the kind of uh, work you can do with imaging, you can look inside the, the, the gums and the tissue and see the bones. And it, it's changing all the time, the technology that you use. Talk a little bit about how, how cool the imaging technology that BC Perio has uh, at oh. its fingertips. Oh, that, great. And, and other new things have happened actually within the past couple of months, in fact. Uh, but the technology we use, we use a, a CBCT scanner, which is able to scan the whole head structure with all the jaws and structure with a very, very minimal amount of radiation exposure. And that's massively valuable. But on top of that, just recently was, and it's rather exciting, is the artificial intelligence, AI, they call it, where we can use AI technology to uh, review an x-ray or radiograph that we take and be a CBCT scan, what have you, that three-dimensional, and it can identify more accurately than a human being, even a specialist in the field, the disease process and what we're up against in terms of how to treat the bone structure and what's what's there to, to manage. Uh, that's exciting. It's not something that everybody would know about, but for those of us who are doing that on a regular basis, that's really good news. Interesting. So the AI, the artificial intelligence can look at maybe a small bit of disease and then kind of extrapolate what's going on in someone's mouth? Sure. Now, when we take a look at x-rays, we look at shades of gray, of not black and white, but all different shades of gray. And those shades of gray indicate to us some things which are normal and what we see naturally. And also in, in, when you get a little bit darker shade of gray in an unusual area, it could represent disease. And we have to interpret that. And what we find is that there are some subtle changes and differences in er certain areas that AI can be more accurate in identifying disease than our normal eye processes in the human being. Interesting. It's, it's amazing. And I guess it's changing all the time. And with this kind of really advanced technology and imaging technology, it must save a lot of time for the patient because you know exactly where the bone is. You know exactly what the situation is when, when you open it up. So it's, it's going to be a, just a quicker, more efficient process when you put in the implant. Well, that's all true. And and I think back to years when I ago when I got started in this field, uh, we didn't have this technology at all. And ha we'd have to go in half blind in some cases and just deal with whatever we saw once we got in surgically. And today, that's all changed because we can see 90, 95 to 99% of everything we need to see in order to do the, the surgical procedure accurately and efficiently. 
Yeah, and you're you're traveling all the time, teaching uh, dentists around the world about this technology. Do you find that uh, I, I know that BC Perio is very advanced technologically? Do you find that uh, that's you know in in other parts of the world they're sort of uh, uh, catching up on this stuff? <laughs> I think there are dentists that are catching up on all areas of the world <laughs> right now because it, the knowledge and information we have in the field of oral implantology is so vast. There are very, very few dentists who understand it comprehensively. And when we go in there, we find no matter where you're going or where you're talking about, there are people who are using and could need and do use the information we provide them to increase the quality of the service they provide for their patients. Yeah, it's it's amazing because all this technology really disrupts industries, you know, like uh, it the internet is making it harder for newspapers and all these things. But the one thing that people will always need is a mouth that works, not only to look good, but also to chew food. <laughs> so it's kind of uh, one of those things where uh, um, if you can make better technology, build a better mousetrap for dentistry, uh, it's going to go to good use. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and uh, we're talking to Don, uh, Dr. Ron Zokel. Uh, he is uh, one of the professionals, one of the dentists at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. Uh, they're at uh, West Broadway in Vancouver, uh, Johnson Street in Coquitlam. The website is bcperio.ca. And, and uh, I always tell people to go to the website and they can see photographs of the place in Vancouver, in Coquitlam, but especially in Vancouver, the the, you know, it's a beautiful space and there's a beautiful view and uh, it's, a, it's a nice experience to go to BC Perio, isn't it? Absolutely. I think people enjoy the view, but they also enjoy the quality of the people, the service, the personnel, the staff we have. They're really, really good. Yeah. And uh, as I always say, they, they love your, your calm tone. And uh, for people who are afraid of dentists, you know, they get a look at Dr. Zokel and they just relax. There's just something about you. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, when we come back, uh, I'm going to embarrass Dr. Ron Zokel some more. And we'll talk about if, if you have dentures and the dentures yeah, may not fit as well, uh, there are lots of options. And uh, we're going to find out more about those with Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, uh, bcperio.ca. So stick around. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong and our friend Dr. Ron Zokel is here from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. Uh, they're at West Broadway in Vancouver and Johnson Street in Coquitlam. You can phone them, 604-872-0222, uh, or just go to bcperio.ca, and uh, you will be uh, dealing with the professionals. And uh, they have the latest equipment in dental implant technology, and uh, Dr. Ron Zokel is a, is a total pro. I mean, he travels around the world and uh educates other dentists in this new technology. And uh, it's pretty cool. So, um, Dr. Zokel, let's talk about uh, about uh, dentures. 
And I, do, I don't want to bad mouth dentures because a lot of people have dentures. A lot of people are happy with their dentures, but some people, they wear them for a while. Like what's the biggest problem in your mind with dentures? Ah, dentures, pros and cons. I, I, I think they're absolutely essential under some circumstances. Uh, they are a good temporary solution while some tissues are healing before you can put implants in. And sometimes they're a solution for people who can't have their teeth or don't have their teeth and cannot afford to go any other direction but dentures. And those are the people who have to learn to tolerate those dentures. The negative for dentures is that the mouth is a hostile place and, and the pressure created by the dentures causes the bone and the gum tissue to deteriorate underneath them. That's why they don't continue to fit the way they did the first time they were placed. But they're a good temporary sometimes. Right. And we talked a little bit about this, but I think it's important to, to really drive this home is that if someone has uh, dentures and they go into BC Perio, you're not just going to automatically tell them they need all new implants. It's it's different for everybody, right? Well, that's part of the talk discussion, the interview process, because I interview the patient, but they also interview me as well. So part of the thing that I've got to find out is why are they there? They're there for a reason. If they are, if they have dentures, they may be completely happy with their denture and they just want it replaced or because they want it to look differently or it doesn't, it's a little bit loose, but they don't want to go to implants. My responsibility is to help them understand what the possibilities are and to see if it fits with their priorities. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it can be uh, a bridge and a couple of implants that sort of connect the bridge or some, things like that. Am I simplifying it too much? Not really. It's, uh, it, it's pretty straightforward. It can be that simple is that they come in and say, okay, what are the options? So if somebody's missing three teeth, for example, all together, the options are do nothing, a partial denture, maybe put in a what we call a fixed bridge without implants that we used to do years before, or we put in two implants in a bridge, or we put three implants in individual teeth. All have their pros and cons. And that's the discussion that we have to have. Right. And sometimes you can offer uh, teeth in a day, a brand new implant in one day. And I, I always tell you this, the one implant that I have um, that was a long process. It was literally a matter of months. So, so how is it now that uh, you're able to do that uh, teeth in one day? Well, part of it comes from research. When when people undertake, they push the system a bit. Somebody comes in and says, can I get this done a little faster? And the dentist says, I don't know. It's a, There's a risk to it. But they say they go ahead and do it and it finds out it works. They do a few more and it works as well. Then they write a paper, a scientific paper, and they talk about the parameters of what it took to get this thing done and how it worked. That's how we grow. And we find out over the years, what works and what doesn't work as easily. And we're finding out now that in many cases, we can put an implant in and a tooth on it the very, very same day. Not everybody's like that, but in many circumstances, it works beautifully. And it's not an incredibly painful process. Uh, it's, I mean, that's a, that's a concern that a lot of people have about dentists is that it's really going to hurt. And what, what do you say to them? Well, I, I say that if you have never had an implant placed by by myself or the doctors at BC Perio, uh, then you're perhaps not fully aware of what the possibilities are because the great majority of people that we provide implants for have almost no pain after the surgery. 
Mm-hmm. And you must have, uh, as an experienced dentist, you've been doing this for a, a long time, uh, when somebody comes into your chair and they seem like they're totally stressed. I mean, what's your philosophy? What's your strategy for relaxing people? <laughs> Honesty more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think provide you have to provide the patient with that they have a they you know and acknowledge their anxiety because you're never going to stop that quickly because anxiety is created over a long period of time and the patient has to learn by example of what happens so you work with the patient's best possible and you say look well maybe over the next two three sessions you're going to have a significant reduction in anxiety when you realize there's nothing to be anxious and for and by the time we they tolerate it, they trust they you do the procedures. They don't have any pain, and then they start to lose some of that anxiety. But it takes a while. Yeah, and then you slowly pry their fingernails out of the armrest <laughs> yes. one by one. You make sure you don't don't hurt them that way. Um, but it's important that people know that uh, a dental implant is is such. Uh, you know, it, it's technology that is so established. They have a 98% rate of success, which is higher than all the other tooth replacement options, right? Yes. It's one of the few procedures in dentistry that has the potential to last the patient the rest of their life. And that 98%, let me put some context into there. Our, our success rates on a 10-minute basis is 100%. So you have to yeah. put a timeline <laughs> to it. Uh, so... When we say 98, that's usually based on a 10-year expectation. And, and and that's really, really important because back when we go back to 1978, the Harvard consensus on the longevity of implants, it was five years for 50% success rates. And it's just amazing on how that, uh, <laughs> how that works out. Tell that harp player in your in to 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that was a pharmacy contacting me. We just put them aside for a second or two. I'll get back to them. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you're you're a busy guy. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, uh, bcperio.ca. And uh, let's talk a little bit about BC Perio. Some of the other things that BC Perio can do for you. I mean, obviously, you're the place to go for implants, but uh, you you do a lot of other things at BC Perio too, right? We do, and our our services are focused predominantly on either surgery or restorative dentistry. Could be cosmetics. It could be. Uh, a uh, functional relationship of front and back teeth. It, it could be anywhere from the simplest of small crowns and bridges to complex complex reconstructions for the whole mouth. It's a wide right. variety. I, get, I guess that's part of the reason why uh, it's not just a factory that does implants. And sometimes someone's treatment could include uh, one or two implants, but there's all the other things. So it's it's not like you just go there to get implants. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And it, it, we do, as I said before, we do focus on implants, but gosh, our goal is the health and stability of the person. We treat the person, not the mouth. Yeah. And you've been doing this for so long. Do you do you feel like people are much better at taking care of their, their teeth and their dental health than they were, say, 10, 20 years ago? Most definitely, and uh, particularly in this area of the world and probably North America as a whole, I think we are seeing a, a higher 
degree of knowledge of understanding of dental health and its value. And uh, the higher your level of dental health, the probability of you having systemic issues or health of your whole body is a factor is going to be reduced if you keep your mouth healthy. And I think a lot of people know that because they've been reading articles. It's kind of old news, but probably some people aren't really aware of the connection between your dental health and your overall health. And uh, that can't be uh, overestimated, can it? No, you're you're correct on that, Martin. The what we found is that is that the main one of the major portals of disease getting into the body is through the mouth, and particularly the gum tissue and all those structures around a tooth or an implant. Keeping those healthy and keeping them stable will keep your whole body a lot healthier as a whole. Yeah, and things like uh, inflammation all around the body can be uh, made worse by uh, a lack of dental health. Well, that's true. Now, inflammation is a part of the autonomic system for the human being, and it's absolutely essential to the repair process of tissue. So you can't stop inflammation. You don't even want to stop it, but you got to control it. And that's the big factor. We want to control inflammation. Right, right. Uh, and that's why uh, get a hold of bcperio.ca and make sure your mouth is in, is in good shape. And uh, just in case you're, you're wondering about age, Age is not a factor to get a dental implant. I mean, there's a, a, a cutoff age in terms of how young you are, but lots of old people get dental implants all the time, right? Uh, very much so, yeah. I had a, a nice little slide that I used to show uh, dentists when I lectured to them of a young child freshly born with a soother in the mouth and the soother represented a whole mouth and set of teeth. And I said, we don't do implants on young people. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So it, it's important, and I and I think, like I say, you should go in because uh, everybody's different, and uh, you can go in and take advantage of the kind of imaging that they have, and they can see inside, and uh, they can uh, use the titanium uh, that that they use because because titanium is is basically what most of them are made of nowadays, right? That's right. There are some options, but the huge majority are titanium or titanium alloy. And I love the way, uh, because when you talk about titanium, you always talk about how it, the body somehow recognizes titanium as being friendly. So it doesn't reject it. And the titanium actually becomes part of the bone. It actually sort of fuses with your body. Yes. And let me be a little bit more specific and accurate about that. The body doesn't actually see the titanium as a foreign material, and therefore it does not have a reaction to the titanium. And that's the key. And bone, because it doesn't see it as a foreign material, grows right up against it. And therefore it provides the support for chewing and all the things we do uh, as far as using implants to rebuild teeth. Yeah. So just some of the reasons why a dental implant uh, could be the answer for you and your smile and your, your mouth. They have a great success rate. Uh, they're cavity-free, uh, titanium construction. Uh, and as we talked about, it increases your jawbone strength, uh, having something in place there. And uh, it doesn't matter how old you are, because uh, you, you've said you've worked on people in their 90s. And uh, you've made their smile great. So, uh, so Dr. Zokel, always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, I wish you well on your next trip, wherever that is, going around the world teaching other dentists. I'm sure you have a, a few up your sleeve. 
<laughs> we do, and we're constantly trying to help all the doctors around North America and the rest of the world as much as we can. Dr. Ron Zokel, BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. You can find them uh, West Broadway in Vancouver and Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Just go to bcperio.ca and you can give them a call at 604-872-0222. Thanks for talking to us, Dr. Zokel. My pleasure, Martin. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, the Vancouver Fire Department has a brand new fire truck. And it's the first of its kind in Canada. And it's going to be a lot quieter, except, of course, when it's got the siren blaring. I've got that story when we come back. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. There's a new fire truck in Vancouver, and while it will still have a very loud siren, its engine will be a lot quieter. It's the first ever fully electric fire truck in Canada. And it's now being used by the Vancouver Fire Rescue Service's main hall in Strathcona. First in Canada and just the second in North America. Los Angeles got the first one last year. Chief Karen Fry and Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim unveiled the $1.8 million Rosenbauer RTX pumper truck on Monday at the department's training facility on Chess Street, along with the media. A lot of firefighters were there, too. They were very eager to get their first look at this new truck, which was made in Austria. Looks pretty cool. Still a big old red fire truck, but a little slicker, more streamlined. Chief Fry says once this one is in place, uh, she can't wait to see more of them in use all over the lower mainland. And if you're thinking that there must be one big honking battery to keep this thing moving, you would be right. There's actually two very large Volvo Penta batteries, one directly behind the cab and the other between the front and rear axles of the vehicle. The batteries have a 100 kilometer range. And despite the fact that it's a bit smaller than their old fire trucks, the cab on the new electric uh, fire truck has room for up to six firefighters and it's designed so that a person over six feet tall can easily stand up without banging their head. And perhaps the coolest thing about this new electric fire truck is the tight turning radius. All four of the truck's wheels can move independently as if they're on a swivel. That makes it possible for the truck to kind of crab walk sideways to get in and out of tight spots. The truck is also able to raise and lower. So it's a lot easier for the officers to jump in and out of. And according to the Vancouver Fire Department, that's where a lot of injuries happen, jumping in and out of the truck. Another huge advantage is how quiet this new fire truck is. The traditional diesel powered fire truck is really loud. So it's hard for firefighters to hear each other when they're on the road, but also when they're on the scene of an emergency and the vehicle has to be idling. And of course, when the diesel trucks are on the scene and idling, they're off gassing a lot of exhaust, which has been a serious concern for firefighters who are often exposed to carcinogens and pollutants from those fumes. And to a lesser degree, the entire neighborhood is also being exposed to all that exhaust. The department didn't have an exact estimate of how much gas they'll save by going electric, but it should be a lot since 98% of what this truck does will be powered by electricity. So I guess the big question is, 
How much did it cost? Well, as I mentioned, it came with a 1.8 million dollar price tag, but 750 grand of that was covered by senior government rebates. So you may soon be pulling over and watching as this new electric fire truck speeds by you on its way to an emergency. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Interest rates stayed put this week. So can we look forward to a new year of lower rates and cheaper mortgages? I've got that story and more of the consumer news of the of the week. That's next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.